0: All right, so let's – on to more fun matters, Steve. That's right. So then on uh, Saturday around noon, we all reconvened at New Realm Brewing right there on the Beltline for the 92.9 The Game 10th Anniversary Party, which was a lot of fun, met a lot of new people, saw a lot of people you don't get to see every day because all the um, show parts were there at the same time. And uh, I got to meet your wife, Steve. We had yes. a very lengthy and pleasant conversation. I got the inside scoop on how you guys met and your whole story <laughs> in Mississippi, and you moving here to Atlanta and your whole journey, which was very interesting. Your your wife is a very all this time. Yeah, your wife is a very lovely lady, and uh, you are you very much so outkicked your coverage, but I'm sure you know that. You know, people keep saying that. I, I'm starting to feel <laughs> self conscious. Well, according to her, she asked you out.
1: That's true. That is now, very true. That's, that, that's my favorite part of the story.
0: How, how did that actually happen? Yeah. So her friend
1: was already going with one of my friends to like a sorority formal. Okay. And so she needed a date and it just kind of worked out that way of, oh, why don't you ask Stephen? Because, you know, he's free on Friday night because I had nothing going on before I met her at Old Miss. So, yeah, it's a it worked out nicely for me.
0: There you go. And you just swept her off her feet that night. Exactly. With your yeah. From there, the rest your, history. Yeah. You know what? You just, you put all the moves on that night and then everything else just sort of wrote itself. Um, exactly. So the way it worked for those who weren't able to attend or couldn't hear it on the radio is every show that's going on now on the radio station did an hour. So John and Hugh, Staking, Sandra, Andy, Randy, Dukes and Bell, and then Chuckery. So it was fun to be up there, sort of on the stage, so to speak, with uh, all the listeners and everyone else there. Um, When it was at its apex, it was it was pretty packed. I got to say there was a lot of people there. We had it on the sort of the back deck area. If you've never been to New Run before, it is huge. They have two gigantic floors. The upstairs is like an open balcony concept. And then there's a huge restaurant inside. And then there's the back area, which was also outside. But Steve, it was a ton of fun. It really
1: was. Yeah. And like you said, there were so many people there. You know, we met a lot of great listeners. And the way that I knew that it was a good crowd and that there were a lot of people and a lot of really invested listeners was somebody actually recognized me. (laughs) That was a sign that people there were really into it. And, you know, we love our listeners and, and they love us. There are two things happened over this weekend that showed us, you know, how many people are truly listening at a given moment. One was the fire drill. Like you mentioned, you had that many people texting, tweeting, calling, trying to figure out what's going on. And then Saturday at new realm, we met a lot of those people that were, you know, that love the station and have loved the station for 10 years. And, you know, when it, when it started, I was 2012, I was in high school Hmm. I guess just finishing up high school and, you know, I I would listen when I would come home for the summers from college and all that kind of stuff. So being there for the 10 year anniversary as an employee, it it was a pretty surreal experience knowing that this was something I listened to when I was starting to figure out that I wanted to be in sports radio. So that was my kind of personal connection to it, but a really fun event. And hopefully we do a, you know, an 11 year, a 12 year, a 13 year anniversary.
0: We just do one every single year. I got to say, too, uh, for, for those probably wondering about all the juicy details, everyone did a pretty good job. Nobody really embarrassed themselves. Nobody was really, you know, puking over the railings or, you know, had to be escorted off the premises. I think as a radio station entirely, we represented ourselves pretty well. Um, I had a good, you know, four or five beers that I spaced out over the course of the time that I was there. Um, I don't even think honestly, I, I don't think I even had any liquor while I was there. I think it was all weird.
1: That's probably the best way to go. And I think once you introduce liquor into the situation, that's when things would have steadily gone downhill from a a behavior standpoint. (laughs) I was talking to Mike after. So this morning uh, I worked with John and Hugh in the morning, and then I helped out on the steakhouse as we transitioned things back with Oren coming back. But I was talking to Mike before we started recording and he asked, he said, oh, are you guys going to talk about the the 10-year anniversary party? And I said, I was like, you know, nobody really gave us that kind of cannon fodder story that we can absolutely tell to embarrass anyone, which is, well, you know, for him as the, as the brand manager is a good thing.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, we're going to talk about it just because it's such a big deal for the station. And like you said, we're proud to represent and, you know, part of the media, even the, um, Atlanta Atlanta Journal Constitution media reporter came out to the event and I saw him, you know, taking pictures and talking with Carl. So I haven't checked if there's an article up yet today, but I'm sure there will be. Um, and it was just a really big deal for the station. We had so many people either come back physically or call in that were part of other shows, and uh, you know, it was it was fun to see Carl and Mike. You know, because I've only been here for for you know just about two years. You've been here. Uh, Even less than that So for guys like us It was just fun to hear and see um, You know, tales from the beginning of the radio station When we weren't around um, And to see this To put, you know I've been hearing about names for You know, a year plus now That I was finally able to put a face to um, And, you know, share a brew with And just catch up with and see You know, probably my favorite part of it Honestly, and this is the inside radio nerd Part of me Um, Was to talk to all the fellow producers and see, you know, what a lot of the shows were like and how they came up with concepts and, you know, the pairings of the people that they put together and why certain things worked and why certain things didn't work. So there were other there was a lot of other producers there that I got to talk with and mingle with and, you know, sort of compare notes, so, so to speak, of the new the new guard versus the old guard. One of them's name is Matt Ryan. I didn't That's, know that. Yeah. Yeah. Matt Ryan. And you know what? He kind of looks like Matt Ryan too. <laughs> yeah. A little bit.
1: That he guy, does. he had to have had a time when he worked here with Matt Ryan. I'm sure he, uh, I'm sure he used that one quite often, which I would have too, if that was my name.
0: Yeah. He said he worked here, I think from like 2012 to like 2015 or 2016, somewhere in that vicinity. So I had, you know, I was in my second year of college at that point, you were barely out of high school. So you know, a radio station in Atlanta for me was as distant of a concept as anything else. I was still listening to Mike Francesa and Chris Russo, Mm. you know, basically screaming at each other at that point back home in, in New York city. So no, it was, it was just a great event. And, and it's always fun seeing like, you know, guys, guys, you know, like, you know, Hugh is, is not somebody who, if you saw him passing like a ship in the night that you would think would go out there and, you know, whole court, but he was out there like, you know, doing his thing and everyone loves like, Oh, big Hugh, what's going on? It's just so funny. Like you see Hugh, like in the studio, he's like, yo, like what's up? Yeah. They're like, yo, big Hugh, what's going on, man. But then you see him interacting with the listeners and they're bringing all that like fun energy, like to the party and through the host and with the host. So seeing all that as well, um, you know, and w- w- me and you with, we won't name names cause that's, you know, we do, as much as we love to rag on our coworkers we do uh we will respect the names the, of the victims withheld at this moment you know there were certain people that were like um <clears throat> all right i got 12 more
1: 100% all right have, have other
0: people left so i don't be yeah, so the first one Yeah, and so i can sneak out the back and then and then of course you get like mike bell love him to death he brings the dog he's you know the buying shots for people yeah holding cord in the middle of the place the entire time and you're like man that's why these guys are good at what they do because <laughs> they, they 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 have an audience with them basically everywhere that they go um and i think i think if we had to hand out a party mvp it's probably ike i think i think he, so. I think he got more attention than just about anyone or anything there
1: more instantly recognizable put uh, Mike puts out more pictures of that dog than anything. So yeah, I think uh, I think he would win MVP from uh, from the second he showed up.
0: And I actually I thought really good t- I thought Stake did a really good job pumping up the crowd yep. when he and Sandra were on um Duke Sabell as well, you know, getting everyone in on the hey man, so you really got to see like the nuts and bolts of the station and why, you know, the the big personalities that we have and why people like to follow them and come up and it's so funny, like you were saying, how somebody r- recognized you when when people would read my name tag, they'd be like Chris Thomas, and then I'd be like, Well, I go by Turtle on Dukes and Bell. And they're like,
1: Oh, <laughs>
0: you're Turk. So,
1: yeah, the they, gimmick- they rarely say your full name. It's he'll say Chris, yeah, and then he'll ex- sometimes he'll explain the nickname or he'll just say Turtle. So, yeah, they don't usually get your full name in there. So, the name should have just crossed it off and written in there.
0: I've even gone so far as to put dash turtle next to my there you go. twitter handle online um and I even, I even posted a picture of me and you up on there that you guys that's are right. out there and and uh you gotta re- we, we gotta get your twitter game up steve i keep saying <laughs> i know
1: gotta- I'm so,
0: i don't know if, if it's that i'm lazy i don't think that's it
1: i think what i figured out is especially on like a sunday and i, I realized this watching the falcons game yesterday is i'm tweeting from the 92.9 account And like posting all of our digital stuff during the game. So I've got that open. I've got the TV. I've got the radio on. And I've got another screen watching Red Zone to monitor everything else going on. So at that moment, I don't want to deal with another screen. So your personal Twitter account
0: suffers because of it? It
1: does. Because I'm such a good employee that I'm always focused on the 92.9 Twitter account above my own
0: nice spin All thank right. you well we'll get you to we, we got to get you to at least steadily retweet the podcast and the podcast episodes. <laughs> yes. And, yes that i think that, i can handle I, that, I can that, at least that. that kind of stuff um <laughs> so yeah wrapping up on the anniversary party was a great time hope some of you guys out there listening were able to attend or if not we painted you a nice little picture of what went on on saturday